Welcome to the Sports Finder Podcast. Let's get ready to rumble! Sports Finder community, we're back with our regular segment where we speak to great people from the world of sport. And today, it's no different. I have Mr. Marcus Peterson. Marcus, welcome to the show, buddy. How are you? Good, good. How are you? Thanks for having me. Yeah, good, good, mate. You're more than welcome. It is my absolute pleasure. Marcus, um, before we get into you and what, what you're currently working on and so on, Take us through, who was Marcus as a young man? Marcus as a young man. Um, I would definitely say a curious young man, very uh, energetic, talkative. I used to um, kind of get in trouble a lot because like, I'm an uh, only child, so it's like I had to make friends. I was very sociable. But all in all, like this is a good kid. Good kid. I was very, I'm very interested in sports. All type of sports, football, basketball, boxing, baseball, track, um, and also into music as well. Like music has definitely been one of the biggest influence and peace of mind collectors for me, especially growing up. Very nice. And um, so you've you've obviously played. Um, you've been an athlete at the highest level. Uh, You've been through. Uh, tell us a bit about your 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 journey climbing the ranks to get to where you got. Uh, it's, it was pretty rigorous uh, as far as so I went to a very small high school that wasn't really big in um, football. So I played eight man football and graduated about twenty five students. But with that. I ended up going to a school in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, um, for about four years, and then I didn't get invited to the combine or um, didn't get any like drafts, stocks, or anything that that nature. So I had a workout with the Browns. Uh, thank God, it was um, one of the quarterbacks I was training with at the time, RGB, who was Robert Griffin Jr. the third. He really liked my skill set. So he had you know the head coach and the VP come down and see me like you know train and work out. So I didn't have a lot of college film, so then I went over. I had the opportunity to go overseas and play football, and also obtain my MBA in uh, the UK and London. So I did that for about a year, and then you know I got some good reviews, got great film. Then I had a um, workout and working camp for Jacksonville Jaguars because in Liverpool there's a soccer team in Liverpool. The owner owns the Jacksonville Jaguars as well as the Liverpool team in the UK, so I got a connection through there, wow. and after that, a week later, I um, worked out with the Chargers. Months go on, months go on, I got another opportunity, and then the Chargers like me, you know, months later, and then I signed um, July 2018. Nice, and and how, how was the, the, the step up in, in professionalism and, and the football level? What like if you if you could describe between that and what you were playing before? Say that one more time. So the difference in levels 
in in football skill pace intensity like what's the experience how, how much more would you say it is than what you were you than the leagues that you were playing in before oh definitely more on the business side um as far as physical athletic like everybody's good like at every position um strength wise just experience it's just like a whole other level of mental physical emotional actually because it's now business as well and it's like you're always getting watched everything you do counts like literally everything you do so um it can really be mind-boggling especially like stressful as well especially at the time where i got signed where you're trying to like make the team so as you know that everything you do counts so but other than that like it's a great platform it was really nice and good like for the first, especially the first time seeing all like you know the guys that watched on tv growing up and then finally being on the same team it was just like so surreal wow um so let's say you could do you you could basically advise someone on how to go through through this journey What's some what's what's something that you that you learn or you picked up on the way that you would you would hundred percent pass on to let's say your son or brother? Uh, first is um, my first thing was believing in God, knowing that God always had the final answer and man didn't. So no matter you know whoever said like you're not you're not good enough, you're probably just because he said something doesn't mean that that's the final answer. And just trusting God in your path and your skill and your journey. Second is self-belief. Like that's really huge. Like I always believed in myself. I knew my talent, my skill set will pay tenfold. So just definitely having that confidence and self-belief in self. Because there was many times where I had to go through a million workouts, you know, a million different like scouts and things of that nature. So. There's been times where I felt like, well, maybe I should give up or things that have, have self-doubt. But I was always overclouded by the confidence and the self-belief because I knew how the angel was feeling that, you know, with my faith and my hard work that it was going to transpire. So I say those are the biggest two keys. And also the biggest thing was me watching film. Like, I watch film like 24-7 because that's fun to me, especially at the receiver position. So being ready so you don't have to get ready, especially like, you can get a call at any time. I was taking a nap, and um, that's when I got my call. And like they're like, "Yeah, we need you to come now, like right now. You have practice tomorrow." So you cannot take off time. You can't be like, "Well, I'll just wait till next time and take two weeks off," because you never know when that time comes. Because it's 365 days. Obviously, football might be uh, it might be shown like a four month gap, but. The corporation and the business side of it is all 365 days, so you always have to get your P's and Q's. Yeah, absolutely. You you mentioned the business side of it. What what exposure did you did you get to the business side of before? Um, just a platform because I already have my MBA in global business, so that with came with a uh, modeling agency contract, um, kind of acting deals and just meeting more of the top head honchos of different and lucrative industries. So tied in with being educa uh, educated and also a professional athlete here in Los Angeles, it just all mixed in with opportunity. So, you know, I was just ready for 
any and everything. That's the biggest thing I, I, or the blessing was. I didn't get this platform coming out of college because it would have been too much. So I was able to literally get more well-rounded, figure out myself, get a little more seasons and experience to withhold that type of pressure because it's a lot of pressure. So if you can't deal with it, it can become a lot. So um, many people say that the pressure is too much, but then um, in order to play at that level and in front of the whole world, you really have to be in a very small percentage of the population. So do you really believe the pressure is too much or do you believe that's what is expected of successful people? I think the pressure is too much. Does this have to do with self-control and your own mental mindset? Like anything could be too much if you don't have control of your mental. But once you gather yourself, have control of your emotions and your thoughts and just kind of how you go about things and not letting media or your family or just, you know, girls or whoever get to you and sway you from your, your faith or being grounded, then you should be fine in, in anything you do. Yeah, absolutely. What what changes in your life did you notice when you when you made the big league? Was there anything that, that really stood out to you? Uh, just the more praise you get and the more no's that you used to get and how they became yeses. Um, that's kind of the biggest thing other than that. You know, like everybody is willing to meet with you and like you're kind of like a hot commodity as your temperature is hot. But once your temperature cools down, then it goes back to, you know. So just understanding when you have that temperature is to use it as much as possible. Take those meetings. Get those perks, you know. So that's the only biggest thing. Other than that, you know, my family was really good. You know, my parents. So crazy, yeah. That, uh, there's there's a famous boxer. His name is Sergio Martinez. He says when he beat Chavez, he had a thousand and sixty calls. When he lost to Cotto, he had four missed calls, and they were from his mum. So absolutely. <laughs> When the no, that's like the realest thing of all time. Is like when you're winning and when you're, you know, cool and you're hot. You know, everybody wants to like be around you and be with you. But once it dies down or you take like a loss or something, then nobody's with you. So just knowing who you have in your circle. So how does somebody get get through that? I mean, even when they get up there, let's say somebody makes it. Obviously, everybody wants to start to leech on and know you and whatnot. How do you avoid that? Like, how do you stay away from that so you don't have that drop when 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 things end? Uh, just knowing who you are, just knowing who was in your circle before and after, and just kind of just really just reflecting on who you are. Don't not letting new situations change you. Wow, there you go, and uh, and you're also involved with an uh, apparel line. Yeah, you want to tell us yeah, a, bit, so a bit started, about that? Yeah, I started uh, my own um, motivational apparel line when, the day after I signed with the Chargers called MP Motivational Apparel, which is my name is Marcus Pearson. So I started that and I have three launches that I go by, um, which are 100% focused on plan A, stay persistent and prove yourself right. 100% focused on plan A was. My plan A was always to make it to the NFL and be an NFL player. 
So no matter what went on in life, like I stood by my goal, my plan there. Second was staying persistent. Like as I said, I literally had to go to a brand new country to chase my dream. And like it took a year and a half from undergrad to get to the NFL. So, and then proving myself right as, you know, I used to want to prove others wrong in a negative tone, negative sense. But when I switched that energy and geared it towards proving myself right, um, everything just flowed organically and on the positive side. So not just, I wanted to prove myself right that I was talented enough and I knew I could do it. So those are the three mantras that helped me. And it's interesting because my original target market and demographic changed the day I launched it. Because at first it was just for high school players and like college players that had the same stories as me, but it went globally, like literally globally for everybody in the industry. Single mothers, doctors, authors, um, teachers, sports players, anchors, literally everyone has tapped in and, you know, agreed with and love the brand that I represent and the emotion that came with the story. Wow. Interesting. And with that, I was uh, able to start philanthropy uh, for the last two years. I've um, kind of helped clothe the homeless via socks um, because that's one of the top three things that are needed for the homeless. So when I was able to travel the world, you know, the UAE, Spain, France, UK, all throughout the US, um, I launched that as well. So the message and kind of the story that what I've come from and to where I am today, it all resonates. And that's why the apparel line is such a lucrative niche because I'm not like selling a t-shirt hoodie, which it is, but I'm selling the, the message that comes with it. So like when you're wearing it and you're working out and you're staying persistent, when you know what your plan A is, you know, to finish and graduate college because you're the first person in your family to go to college. So it was just things of that nature to help remind you and push you in a motivational tone. Awesome. Sounds absolutely amazing. Uh, yeah, absolutely, man. You just got to keep going. Always have to keep going. Um, Thank you so much. Absolutely. Uh, so... Quickly, we'll, we'll probably wrap things up here because uh, you, you definitely shared a lot with us. Uh, if you were to give somebody advice now to go through the journey that, that you've gone through, what, if, what are a few things that you tell them not to do? Not to listen to others. Not to live with regret, especially if you're in your 20s. Make sure you sacrifice um, those things for your plans, like, yeah, you might have a job that seems really good at the time, but if you know you can do something and it's good for you, then, you know, go with it, stick with your gut, especially at that young age or any age at that, like, you only live once, so you might as well give it your all and go for the goal that you want rather than living someone else's life just for, you know, temporary satisfaction. Or Absolutely. Makes sense. Makes a lot, a lot of sense. You only live once. Make sure it's it's a good life. Not spending the rest of your life in something that you, you don't want to be in. So interesting. Yeah. 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 And where and where can we find your brand online? Yeah, so my Instagram, I have Instagram which is Marcus T. Peterson. So that's M A R C U S T as in Tom. Peterson, P-E-T-E-R-S-O-N, and as well as at MP Motivational Apparel. 
And also my website is www.mpmotivationalapparel.com. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard the man. Get on there. Follow him. Buy some merchandise. Go, go to their website, motivationalapparel.com. We'll have it in our show notes. Once again, Mr. Marcus Peterson, thank you very much for joining me on the Sports Finder Podcast. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to the Sports Finder Podcast. We'll catch you on our next episode. Y'all ready for this?